ladies and gentlemen, what is really, 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 really good? What my dip said tonight, man. Nonetheless, triangle offense back in the building. You already know who it is. It's your boy, Young Frost, aka Black Frost. You already know who I'm with. The crew, as usual, talk to him. Yo, what's really? It's your boy, Sideshow Bill and his bitch, aka <laughs> Buffalo Bill, aka. <laughs> I'm bullshit. I'm bullshit. <laughs> I got one thing to say though. Go ahead, go ahead. You how strong because the weights you use. Well, let's see how strong your family is in the waiting room. What? <laughs> like, now I'm joking. It's some badass shit again. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> he be like, hey, yo, big dog. That shit's funny as hell. Oh, jeez. That's too funny, bro. All of a sudden, you said. I almost thought you said bing bong for a second. I said, not you too, bro. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Shout out Lou Castro and Rum Nitty. Yes, sir, man. Rap battle at its finest, man. And shout out to our super producer Q on the ones and twos handling the logistics. We you are not the know. crew without the homie. You know what I'm talking about? But nonetheless, y'all, we got an interesting episode on deck here today. And I think everybody knows what we must discuss Right now, we're just going to go ahead and get right to it. COVID. And <laughs> COVID has diplomatic immunity. And it looks like it's not going nowhere anytime soon. But what are we going to do, man? I'm almost feeling like that. I mean, Adam Silver came off the wire and said there's no stoppage that's imminent. But how many more games got to get postponed? How many people got to go in the protocol? Like, what the hell is happening? Right now with this COVID shit. Man, I can't tell you, bro. I don't want to give my unfiltered opinions on the state of the, of the fucking country with this shit. But um, it's definitely mm-hmm. dangerous times, man. People got to be responsible, especially NBA. You know what I mean? Thousands of for people sure. meeting tonight for these mm-hmm. games. I yeah. seen uh, Stern say he didn't want to pause the season he didn't see no reason for that and that's what's up but mm-hmm. at the same time they probably gonna end up having to figure something out if too many stars start getting that shit missed you know what i mean because that'll affect mm-hmm. the season the same way as taking a pause no doubt man no doubt yeah so i said like i just i appreciate adam silver at least like keeping us in the loop on that i man. said but, stern wow you, i rock you with did. you like <laughs> like slightly um correcting me man i rock with that because some good, people bro. that do it like jerkly, like like silver nigga, like you wrong. But now nah, you just yeah, hey man, like I rock that. Hey, that's what we do, man. That's what we do around here, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I, I ain't gonna blow you up on the spot like that. I mean, God yeah. rest his soul, David Stern ain't here. I know yeah. what you meant, man. You know, yeah. and the people know what you meant. That's what we do, yeah. man. And I'll rock with that, man. Good luck. No doubt. No doubt, bro. No doubt. <laughs> but now Adam Silver may came off the wire. I'm glad he was able to address it because I, I swear, bro, with the at the rate that every time I looked up on Bleacher Report, it was like, oh, the the Orlando Magic just lost five more people to, in protocol. I'm like, bro, we only got like three players that are healthy. What the what the hell's about to happen? Let you me know? interject real quick, though. Mm-hmm. You can't blame them. They <laughs> they like. <laughs> We about to party, bro. It ain't no reason to really be caring about what's going on during this season. You know what no, I'm saying? No, I mean. Nah, but I mean, it, but it, nonetheless, bro, like uh, Kevin Durant out in protocol. Like, what the hell is going on and what's going on with these guys when they're done? 
But I I don't know, man. We are definitely living through unique times, bro. This, these variants are here in the, in the States, and it's ramping up again, bro. Like, I just, for me, like, when you start seeing sports events starting getting impacted, it just takes me right back to what we dealt with back in 20, bro. It's like, you know, they start closing off games. Tournaments start getting canceled. Then all of a sudden, boom, country comes to a damn screech and hold it felt like, bro. And it's... It's too early reminiscent of that. And for it to be happening, like, right, right, you know, it's Christmas time, man. It's Christmas week. You know what I'm saying? Like, anybody got time for this mess, man? You know. One thing I will say, man, is, like, this is, like, a perfect storm in the world, like, Mm timing-wise. The time when, you know what I mean, misinformation is at its highest. For sure. When we need real facts about what's going on and how to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Everybody's getting all types of nonsense. I think that was the worst shit that could have happened when the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. With everybody just trying, because that's the trashy shit about the world. People just want to be the first to report on shit if they know what they talking about or not. No doubt. So people the first reports are saying things, and then they come back months later, and this is and it's contradicting what people mm-hmm. been thought. Like it's it's just stupid, bro. And it's a perfect mm-hmm. storm of disaster, man. For sure, man. Like, I've been telling people from the get-go, man, this whole thing, like, regardless of where you stand, whether you you feel about the vaccination, Big Pharma, all that shit, this thing don't discriminate. You can't dismiss the fact that it's real and it's impacting everybody. Facts. And one way, whether you catch it, you don't catch it, you catch it, you don't show symptoms, you catch it, and you, you know, life support, God rest the ones that we have lost to it, you got to take this shit seriously, bro. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, some of, these, some of these guys, like, they're not going to be the same, bro. Like, we've seen a lot of people last year that, you know, they called it and they kind of kept it quiet, bro, and they just out the league next season. Just look at a guy like Marcus Gasol. Called it. Everybody's like, oh, man, he looked trash. And I'm like, hey, bro, he caught COVID, man. You know, and Mark Mark's not the most, like, fit dude out there. He's out the league the very next season. He easily looked like he could have went for, like, two more seasons prior to catching this. So, you got to take this shit seriously, man, for sure. Shit crazy. But um, but just like how, you know, in in you know, for the common men like us, you know what I'm saying? We looking at new hustles and new venues getting opened up. This thing has allowed for some guys that were not in the league and totally like afterthoughts at this point to get second chances. Shout out to guys like Isaiah Thomas, man, currently with the Los Angeles Lakers on a temporary contract and uh, came out ball on the first night and didn't look that great yet last night against the Suns. But you know, man, it back, man. It's good to see him back, man, and getting decent minutes, man. What's your thoughts on it being back in the game? Man, I'm super. I'm super glad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. More so that is correcting how bad what was that 2018 when he was on the Cavs? Uh yeah, 2018. You're right. Yep. Yeah, bro, that was ugly. The way that ended. How there's rumors that him and Brown was beefing and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what I mean? Redemption, giving him a second chance, and hopefully it works out long term. Because he's a hooper. We we all know he's mm-hmm. a hooper. He's definitely a hooper, bro. Say what you will about him, like, you know, having to be in hit on defense. And ironically, it's back to L.A. out of all places. You know, that's where he got traded to when, Cat, when the Cavs did send him off, man. So, you know, it's dope to see him, you know, getting some a second run and a second shot with the Lakers, man. Because um, I can tell you right now, based on how their season's going, they can surely use – a guy like Isaiah Thomas, you know, lack of defense or not, he can just join the club uh, with the rest of them that ain't playing good defense right now. So, <laughs> facts. 
you know, man. But shout out to IT, man, sticking with it, getting healthy, man, looking, definitely looking like shades of his old self again, man. Look, looking healthy, too, man. That's the biggest thing. Facts. And sir, another legend that made his return, man, here as of uh, today, Lance Stevenson officially signing a 10-day contract to go back to the ATL, who's obviously been decimated by COVID. Born ready. What can I say about born ready, man? Is the fact that he dropped the triple double in the G League Classic, and you know, a couple of about a week later, phone call comes and he's the services is needed, man. Young Lance, what's your thoughts on born ready being back in the league? Again, man, another hooper, bro. I thought mm-hmm. when he was, you know, what I mean, the summer tapes when he was coming to LA, that was mm-hmm. last year. The beginning yeah, of last this off season, season. Right? yeah, you're right. This off season, he was trying to still yeah. fill, get the roster filled out. He's looking crazy, bro. I was excited for him, but it didn't work out. So hopefully, mm-hmm. this one works out because again, he's a Hoover. Salute. He's a University of Cincinnati rapper. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, sir, man. Stand, Ohio, stand up. Let's go. Five one three, yeah, bro. Let's go, man. I want to mm-hmm. see him succeed, bro. For sure, for sure. New York native by via Cincinnati, man. Good to see Born Ready back in the league and. uh Last guy, man, and this one really caught me off guard, but your guy, man, one of your favorite all-time players. You already know. Mr. Iso Joe himself back in the league, man. I know he getting up there in age, but Iso Joe is back, man, and still getting buckets. You already know, bro. You know what the hell it is. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I still remember you giving me fits with that dude on 2K back in the day, bro. (laughs) 2K, yeah, with the Atlanta Hawks every time. When that, no matter what pick I had, I'm picking the Hawks and building around ISO. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? Is it with this dude? I saw him start nice. Joe Johnson was nice, man. Hey, the fact when my, when my boys start falling apart during the Dwight Howard era, Joe start cooking. I'm like, man, this shit. No, man. Ah, man. Come on, Joe. Tell him man. something, Joe. But, um, <laughs> With him, I don't expect much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's way past his prime, but he's he's a hooper till death. So hopefully he can add something for him, especially closing out the season. You know what I mean? No doubt, no doubt. Definitely, Father Time is definitely um obviously staring him down the barrel. But I mean, I t- I mean I know the big three is not a good gauge to go off of. Obviously, with it being half court and a different type of ball game, but. The brother was still out there getting buckets in the big three, and that's still against yeah. some decent competition. So, I mean, Joe will have a little bit left in the tank, man. The, you know, and especially in a place like Boston, who could use some veteran leadership and direction, might be a good might be a good addition to help those young cats out, man. And they could finally uh, correct the ship. Just to reiterate again, I my preseason prediction about the Celtics was right. <laughs> yeah, that's they right. are struggling. <laughs> Super struggling. One thing I want to say before we close this out: yes, why they ain't bring Jr. Smith back yet, man? Come on, man. Well, the crazy thing about it with Jr. Bro, I, th- I don't even think Jr. has been like really playing ball heavy, man. But I'm glad you brought him up. Shout out to Jr. Smith graduating from North Carolina A and T recently with a 4.0. That says a lot for a guy that's to dealt with. He's done dealt with man the ups and downs. The on-court, the off-the-court stuff, the family issues, bro. I, I just, for, from a business standpoint and, you know, life after basketball, man, that says a lot for this dude to go back and get, not only to get his degree, but come back with a damn 4.0, man. Shout out to, to J.R. Swish, man. Real shit. I, I, think, I think that's probably the sole reason why we haven't seen him uh, back in the league yet, man. Brothers got priorities on education, man, and I can, I'll never knock a man's hustle for that. You know what I'm saying? That's real. 
Yes, sir. That's real talk, man. Shout out to J.R. Swish. Another, we're going to switch gears, man, before we return to the subject of COVID, man. Um, obviously, big accomplishment done recently. The young chef finally broke uh, Ray Allen's record, man. He is now the all-time leading three-point shooting attempts and makes. Um, he, he's the, he's the three-point king now, man. There's no disputing it right now. He's gone past Reggie. He's gone past Ray. And speaking of those two, shout out to them for being in attendance, man. Ironically, it was done against the Knicks, man. It seems like all types of legendary <laughs> shit happens in the garden against the Knicks, bro. They they always on the back end of <laughs> somebody else making history. Like, they, gotta, they gotta get a show to them fans somehow, bro. God, man, because I, I tell you what, your preseason prediction about the Knicks uh, sliding back, boy. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> she looking crazy. pretty accurate right now, man. I will say that. Well, nah, it's a couple things I want to say. You already know. Floor is yours, chef, my friend. Chef, I've been a fan of Chef. Giving mm-hmm. him his fucking props. Ever since Davidson, bro. Like, who couldn't see this nigga no was doubt, different man. way back then? LeBron attended the games. That should have let niggas know. You like, LeBron, no. Mm-hmm. That's the nigga at the cereal table eating apple mm-hmm. jacks. And in between the bite, he writing some shit. You remember that mm-hmm. Jay-Z quote? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course, man. But, um... Yeah, man, it's a couple things I want to say. It's dope. Ray Allen and uh, Red showed up for that, even though previously Ray Allen was throwing a little shade. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He didn't no seem doubt. too enthused. That You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That Steph was doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But more than that, man, I want to talk about how at some point every somebody's going to hate on this man, and there's no reason to hate on him. I seen this article talking about Steph Curry, not the greatest shooter of all time. And it was like the, oh, the game the game before he uh, broke the record. Mm-hmm. Was that against – I think they played the 76ers. I might be wrong, but he went like one for nine or some shit like that. And mm-hmm. dude saying, he can't be the best shooter of all time. He's not even clutch. And it's like, you're reaching, bro. You're reaching so hard, Pauls, to try to just hate on this nigga for no reason. Yeah, man, that that's that's a that's a that's one hell of a reach, bro. Like, come on, I understand Super the game has changed. I get it. You know, back when he played, you know, three point shooting was more of like a specialist type of thing. You know what I mean? He kind of started the trend of being able to pull off the dribble, like you don't know say randomly and. You get, you know, I, I get it, man. You know, jealousy dies hard, man. Old habits of jealousy dies hard, man. It wouldn't be the first time we've seen Ray Allen in this position, you know, throw a little bit of shade to somebody that's doing something or getting a little bit of a better opportunity than he has, you know. So I'm not quite surprised, but I respect the fact that he did, you know, make sure that he was in attendance, man. And for them to share that moment, man, have the, you know, have even having like the customized jersey there, you know, showing the, the uh, magic number, you know, with their with their names and their numbers attached to it, man, it was dope. It was really dope to see that, man. It was fire. And one thing I want to say, I was, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going look like take the time to even look up who wrote that article. That's mm-hmm. not what Ray Allen said. I know he he threw shade, similar shade, but this other guy was mm-hmm. the one talking about Steph ain't clutch, and that's why he's not the greatest shooter of all time. All this shit, mm-hmm. but yeah, that wasn't Ray Allen. I want to make sure there's a separation oh, between no them. Doubt. No, no doubt, man. Uh, it, and the whole thing is, you know, we, we're in age analytics, man. There's always going to be, no matter how great you are, but when, he, when you get to that level where you start talking, go, I call it, I even call it now, it's like the Floyd Mayweather effect. People are going to love you for being you. People are going to hate you because you're you. 
You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's the it's the polarizing effect. People are going to pay to see you do your thing and dominate, bro. And people are going to come pay also to see you. You know, pray for your downfall, watch you fall flat on your face, man. But nonetheless, as long as you keep giving the people what they want, no matter whether they love you or hate or hate you, get your back, keep doing your thing, and that's what I expected a chef, man. That's it's just uh, that that's out the way now, and now the countdown obviously is still um, is happening. Clay Thompson's return is imminent, and the Death Star will be reborn again, man. I just it, it, uh, it's like I want to see it, but I don't want to see it, man. Like it's, it looked like everything is pointing for them to possibly be that team that's like could run away with this shit once they're fully reassembled. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah, and then I, to, uh, I, I don't, man. I don't know, man. It's just going to be a process. I don't see Clay coming back this season and just like being right back into the. Like, you know what I mean? The flow of things. I think mm-hmm. that's going to take a little second, man. But um, I wanted to say one other thing, bro, to yeah. that change. The game's changed. Mm-hmm. This nigga changed the game. And I don't know sure if did. people, like, don't see how hard of a pause, how hard that is to do. Mm-hmm. Nigga, it's hard to make it to the NBA in the first place. To make the right. NBA bend to how you play this shit is mm-hmm. insane, bro. That shit's insane. That's a fact. Now that's a fact. I mean, he definitely changed the game. There's no, there's no denying that at all whatsoever. <laughs> um, even, even fought through adversity as well because obviously, you know, he had the ankle issues that was plaguing him yeah. to the first part of his career. Even faced that brief controversy of them trying to choose who to keep, who to trade Monte. away between him and Monte Ellis. Man, shout out to Monte out. Ellis. You Facts. know what I'm saying? But um, it's just crazy the amount of scrutiny. He's been placed, which is the reason why I give him. Like I know I'll be shooting on him on occasion, and Loki be throwing shade. You know, no disrespect to him at all, but I can respect anybody that's made it through. You know, what I'm saying hard times and earned their way to a title. I still don't like the way that the 2015 playoffs in particular panned out. I'll take it to the grave. I think he did smite asterisks, but you know, nonetheless, that brother done fought his butt off. You know, what I'm saying to become an all time great and the definitively the best shooter the game has ever seen. Period. Facts, bro. And then, last thing I'm going to say, because I could keep bringing up more points, but... um, I I know this is going to be your segment, bro, tonight. Go ahead, bro. I just don't like the disrespect to a nigga, bro. Like, when you look at Steph, nobody in the world would be like, he's an NBA player. He dominates the NBA. Nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it, yeah. people talk about the way the game changed with a negative connotation. Like, bro, it changed to more skill based over physical prowess. You know what facts, I mean? Facts, facts, factual. No, so doubt, I don't man. see how you can't like because it's not like niggas that got hops went away. Like mm-hmm. it's still all that's still the only thing that went away is the Shaq type people. But no if there was a Shaq. And he was balling to the level of Shaq. It was switched right back to that type of style. So That's you can't be mad at him. No, you can't. I mean, and just like as quiet as it's kept, guys like DeMar DeRozan and Kevin Durant, they they are keeping the mid-range game alive. I mean, you know, that's the most scrutinized, you know, shot attempt in today's game is that mid-range jump oh. shot. But the fact that these brothers are shooting it at an efficient rate, they're winning games and even hitting game winners just like the Rosen did the other night against, unfortunately, the Lakers again. But that's another story for another day. They're keep they're they're 
they could be sitting there like thinking like, damn, okay, it, it might still be cool to be that mid-range ISO score that shoots in the added efficient clip again. Because, you know, people was nailing the Rosa to the cross for that for forever. They were getting on Melo for that. Some people even was getting on Kevin Durant for playing like that. But you can't knock mm-hmm. efficiency and you can't knock the damn results. Cannot. And, I mean, and as much as we talk about, you know, all the games changed and, you know, there's no more bigs, I am happy to see those bums at center, you know, that were simply in the league to possibly slow down to Shaquille O'Neal. I'm, t- I'm yeah. glad to see those kind of guys go. No disrespect to the Glenn Big Baby Davises of the world, but I, I got tired of seeing them wide-body Cadillacs that couldn't do nothing. but just take up space. You know Bitch what I'm saying? Nothing, niggas, bro. Yeah, you know, like, uh, okay, you know, I mean, love Zach Randolph to death. Zach Randolph, Zebo, can I jump over a phone book? But he will bust <laughs> you up on that block. You know, yeah. like he... You know what I mean? Like that, and that's just it. Like if if you if you are limited athletically, be elite. Be the guy that could take a guy like Blake Griffin out of his game. You know what I'm saying? Like just do the sure physical force and being that pest on defense, even though you're not as athletically gifted. You know, like if somebody mm. hits the way that Steph plays, bro, be that lockdown defender. Be a Gary Payton. Find a way to lock this dude up. And if not, don't talk it. Don't throw shade. Fact. <laughs> you know what I mean? Put some respect on the chef's name, bro. Like you know, I, 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 I'm a fan. I'm, I, I miss my Shaq. I miss Shaqs. You know, I miss you know guys like Dwight Howard being able to dominate the game. But the game has changed. That's just all there is to it. You know, don't hate the player, hate the game. Miss mad free throws. Exactly. (laughs) 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 Another yeah. yeah, Damn it! I couldn't go one episode without mentioning him. Ben Simmons. Get that damn free throw shoot oh, together. Could, could, we couldn't avoid it. <laughs> Good God. Oh, speaking of Ben Simmons, we're not going to discuss him, but we're going to discuss the guy that he has been tied to who is now making his, let's just say, unexpected return to the court. The Brooklyn Nets have now officially allowed for part-time availability to Kyrie Irving and, man, I'm going to let you go first, man, because I, I got some shit to say, but I'm going to let you go first. What's your take on the Nets folding on their original stance and now allowing Kyrie <laughs> to come back part-time? Uh, I don't really have too strong of an opinion on this on this one. Okay. On one side, you know how talented Kyrie is. Mm-hmm. On the other side, you know how fucking much of a headache he is. <laughs> yeah. So... I don't know. At the beginning of the season, we all know what they said. We're not going to just have a halftime play. If you're not going to be all the way with us, you can't play. <laughs> and now they, they've been they've been riding on KD's back paws the whole mm-hmm. damn season. Damn near 40 minutes a game and shit. And mm-hmm. then shit ain't – I mean, you know what I mean? They still leading shit, but mm-hmm. it's, it's that can't last. So now they like, where can we get more help? Ed Harton. He's going through whatever he's going through. Like, come on, man. So, from a team standpoint of knowing you can't go out and get other players at this point in time, I kind of feel like their back was against the wall to an extent. And I feel like they're hypocrites to an extent. But one thing I will say, I don't fuck with Stephen A. Smith, bro. I hate this nigga, man. Bro, because he's like too... He's too passionate about this shit. Like, yeah, yeah. he'd be like, let me preface it by saying this. 
Let Kyrie me Irving. Let me shut the door quick. <laughs> Kyrie Irving is a star. He's a star. <laughs> then it just uh, continues to be like, but you should never, ever trust this man. He should be in a dungeon somewhere, locked up for the rest of his life. Like, nigga, calm down, bro. (laughs) It's not that serious. You don't have any stake in it either way. So, like, just be a fan of basketball. Like, I don't know. That's just that's my opinion. I know, bro. And that's what and you know. Shout out to you and your opinion about Stephen A. Bro, because you know how I feel about Stephen A. Man. Yeah. But I will be the first to admit and call him out when bullshit reeks. But this is not a subject where it reeks right here, because I got, I got, I want all the fucking smoke when it comes to this fucking subject right here, buddy. <laughs> it, it, this reeks of. It just shows how powerful the almighty dollar is at the end of the fucking day, bro. The Brooklyn Nets ought to be ashamed of themselves for stooping to this after taking that hard of a damn stance pause against Kyrie at the beginning of the season. And let me be dead on accurate when I make this statement here, bro. We get everything that Kyrie put them through last year. We get everything that, I mean, we have to rewind this to when Kevin Durant and Kyrie committed to the Brooklyn Nets, bro. You already know my stance on how I feel about how Kyrie has been the reason why they blew up a beautiful team that they already had in place, a damn good coaching system that they had in place to satisfy him and KD, right? Yeah. Blew it all up to get James Harden, to get the coach that they wanted, to get Mike D'Antoni in there. They got all this shit. And now you can't deliver based on shit that you're going through off the court. Miss the time for personal reasons. Getting called on Instagram at cookouts and shit. Violating COVID protocols. I don't not Kyrie as a person. I understand what he does off the court. From the philanthropy, I don't even know if I'm saying it the right way. From the philanthropy standpoint, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I got tongue tied there. You know, I I just, because I'm irritated, bro. You know what I'm saying? My bad for having the Elmer Fudd uh, Porky Pig moment there. But he, but he's all good, bro. I knew what you was trying to say. I just, I think I got now philanthropic. There it is. There it is, bro. From the philanthropic standpoint, I understand what all he's doing, bro. And I can appreciate and applaud it. But we're strictly talking about basketball when we throw shade at this dude. You know what I'm saying? So to all that for the Nets to bend after taking that crazy stance and just encompass that in whole. Not only did they say he can't come back, you know, on a part time basis, he has to be full time or nothing. They pulled his contract extension offer. They've stayed. We know for damn a damn fact they've shopped him around trading block wise, and they're mm-hmm. not gonna get no damn good offers because no who in their right mind is gonna trade for this dude, not knowing given the shit show that he's put them through. Facts. Who's gonna trade for him? Who's gonna trade for equal value at this point? You're not forking up no young prospects. You're not you you got better odds of going through the draft and stumbling across any one of these kids that could be coming out of college. Just look what Orlando did. They got that. Franz Wagner kid. Everybody didn't know shit about this dude coming out of Michigan, and he's balling, even though they suck this season. You you better off going that route, bro. You just better off going taking your chances in the damn draft and, and counting on somebody that might be a little bit more motivated about his professional craft than Kyrie Irving. 
Let me get and now let me get let me get to Kyrie Irving real quick. Oh my bad, bro. I gotta I gotta get all this shit out real quick. It's all good. (laughs) Kyrie Irving, brother. They clearly, clearly showed you their true colors by denying you the opportunity to play part-time, given whatever arrangements and stance that you have. We all know that the real enemy in the situation of it all is the state of New York for having the mandate in place, and that's the reason why you can't play home games, you can't play against the Knicks, and the reason why you can't play against the Raptors. We get all of that. But I don't give a damn, bro. If you go back and renege to that degree, based on my personal beliefs and whatever, you know, religious beliefs, whatever the case is, if you're going to snatch everything off the table, but now all of a all of a sudden, KD catches COVID, we're in the middle of a pandemic, you might lose James Harden because the threat is real. James Harden can easily walk this offseason right on over to Philly. <laughs> and they can lose this dude for nothing. That's crazy. Crazy, bro. All this shit, and now you're thinking that all of a sudden somebody in that front office or that camp was like, hey, yo, we need to get this dude back, even if it's part-time, because if we don't, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a disgruntled Kevin Durant who's gonna be begging for a trade potentially because we can't fill the right unit around him. Because we lost we lost Kyrie, you know, due to having too much pride, and we lost James Harden due to simply just fumbling the bag and him wanting out. You know what I mean? But Kyrie, brother, they hung you out to dry. They basically said, nah, fuck that. We rolling without you, bro. Forget it. Do not capitulate to this shit because they're in dire straits all of a sudden, my brother. Don't do it. And it just, the whole situation on every piece of the puzzle makes me sick to my stomach because it's all money motivated. Kyrie's going to do it to get back on the court and get back. And cause he's like, hey, I won, I won my stance. You know what I'm saying? He 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 got his agenda accomplished. Brooklyn looks fucking bad because you know, hey, if you're gonna show, you know, these guys that are, you know, running amok over you, you know, that you mean business, what the fuck is this shit? This is no better than the Kawhi Leonard and Low Manager shit that's going on with the Lakers or the Clippers, excuse me. Mm-hmm. It's no better than that, bro. The whole situation just pisses me off because this pandemic, as we said in the earlier part of the episode, this pandemic shit is real. You know what I mean? Like, it's not discriminating. It doesn't matter whether you're black, white, rich, poor, tall, small. It don't matter, bro. Everybody is at risk to some capacity, whether you can catch it, can't catch it. Somebody close to you can't catch it and might not survive from it, bro. For them to be playing these kind of games with this shit, bro, and just bringing somebody back, man, because they're in dire straits based on, like, short-term needs, it's fucking sickening to me, bro. It just... It just... It just puts holes in everybody's argument on every side of the debate, and I'm just sick to my stomach that it even came off the wire the week of the holidays. But that's real shit, man. You know what I'm saying? And I don't got no problem with your take on it, bro. You Mm -hmm. said that very eloquently. uh, Eloquently, I don't know how. (laughs) See, I'm fucking up words too. It's all good. But no, I just want to say again, Stephen A. Smith would be like Kyrie Irving. Deserves to have weights put on his ankles, taken out to the middle of the sea, and pushed off a yacht. You know that's what he is saying, nigga. Put him on, push him off the Brooklyn Bridge in the middle of the Hudson River. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like that he needs, needs he to, needs to be buried next to Jimmy Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't get me started on Stephen Day, bro. Nigga be spazzing out. But nah, one thing I will say, man, whatever Kyrie's stance is on any of the things he's. Past mad years, he'll just 
say little things and then go quiet. And that's that's the thing I don't have any respect for. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you you need to elaborate, bro, because there's some people that follow you and you know what I mean? They look up to you and think whatever you're doing might be the move to do just because you that guy to look up to. But nah, bro, mm-hmm. you got to... You, if you're going to lead, lead, bro. Don't just say little shit here and then just do drastic shit with no real... You know what I mean? Explanation. With mad people speculating, shitting on your name on one side or praising you on the other. Niggas don't even know what's really going on for real because this nigga won't say nothing. And that's the only thing I really don't like about this shit. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it, bro. Like I said, it's just a sickening situation on every side of it, bro. Like, no matter which way you feel about it, bro, it just goes to show, like, the phrase that everybody's got a price, it was just proven down to the T in this fucking situation right here. You know what I mean? Like, Kyrie Irving dug his feet in the sand. He said, I'm not getting vaccinated. And I'm going to, you know, and I look forward to playing when I can play. And I have to be vaccinated. Brooklyn said, we're not going to fucking let you come back, you know, part time and all this other shit. And it just makes me so sick, bro, that that happened. It, I don't know. It just irritates the shit out of me, man, that it, it, it's gotten to this point. It took the pandemic basically kind of becoming revamped. And, you know, it impacted one of the, you know, obviously the biggest star for the team, Kevin Durant. And their immediate future after this season for them to fold on it, bro. It just, everybody's got a price, bro. Some might cost a little, some might cost a lot. But if the right number comes along, anybody can be bought, bro. The shit's sickening. That is another thing, man. How, mm-hmm. how say this whole Nets experiment, like, goes down in flames mm-hmm. like the last Nets experiment. Mm-hmm. With Darren Williams and Joe Johnson and shit, oh, say God. this. Say this is just like a reoccurrence. Oh, how boy. big, how mm. big of a piece of the pie is Kyrie to be blamed for this? Uh, if it falls apart, I'm going to lay. I'm going to lay forty percent of it in his lap. I'm, I'm not going to make him shoulder the majority of it. I'm going to lay forty percent of it in his lap because, for one, it, let's be honest. If the if James Dolan <laughs> hadn't have been just oh. been a hoe, just being a fucking moron and thinking, I am not gonna sign Kevin Durant due to health issues. If that didn't happen, Kenny's yeah. ass was going to the Knicks. We know this <laughs> for a fact. So, but Kyrie said, "Hey, we could still get to New York. We could just go with the hippie cooler franchise and more relevant." In Brooklyn, we got the newer building, we got the newer fan base. You know, we stretch we from new power. We got more power at that point. Let's let's go to Brooklyn. You know, but but at the same time, like I said, I, I hate the fact that they blew up their core because they could have had some of these guys. I mean, look at what some of these guys are doing for other teams. The Cavs are back and relevant, and guess who's at the top of their list of players that have helped improve that franchise? Jared Allen. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're balling. The Wizards, hey, they're in the playoff race. We're getting big contributions from who? Spencer Dinwiddie. Jeez. You know, you know. granted, I know things haven't gone in Karis LeVert's favor in Indianapolis, but he's still viewed as a young prospect that could help a contender. You know okay. what I mean? Um, Torian Prince, not getting crazy minutes you know, up there in Cleveland, but he's still relevant. They mortgaged the fucking farm, bro, to be put in this position right here, and it just makes me sick, bro. I, I just... Like it's you stupid. said, 
like you said, bro, it eerily reminds me of them mortgaging the farm to get an old-ass Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce in there with Darren Williams, Joe Johnson, and Brooke Lopez, and that team stood no chance at competing with the Miami Heat or even the New York Knicks, bro. No chance at all. You know what I mean? Part of it, I know part of it was due to age, but another good chunk of it was due to chemistry and health. Say AIDS? Age, age, age. (laughs) Everybody's got AIDS. I would never joke about that shit. <laughs> oh man, come on, man! COVID's the new AIDS, bro. So, no, no. I'm, that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, bro. I'm what a goofy nigga, y'all. <laughs> I'm a goofy nigga, y'all. I apologize. I say stupid shit. My life. <laughs> God, that's too funny. Thank God we ain't got sponsors yet, man. Somebody spend it. <laughs> Somebody, somebody would have spat their coffee like you get on here and you apologize right now. <laughs> oh man, we just gotta make sure we get this shit cleaned up when we get ready to go to the negotiating Yo, table. Like, don't do it in episode seventy seven. <laughs> hopefully, we can get there and then we get a sponsor and they be like, "Yeah, you gotta apologize for that shit you said." Yeah, so episode seventy seven, <laughs> you know, Christmas twenty twenty one. Oh God! So I can lie to y'all and say I'm writing an apology, and then do this long drawn out apology that seems like I'm apologizing and just start shitting on the sponsor. <laughs> that'd be crazy. Oh, that'd be crazy, brother. Again, everybody's got a price, bro. You got to clean up hey. your act to get the dollar, <laughs> or or you can, or you can stay a freelance hell keeping it real with the rest of us. Hey, bro. Some people. Just want to see the world burn. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sometimes the truth is good enough. God. <laughs> Endure your God. limits, Master Wayne. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I, I, lo- I love the podcast, bro. That's all I'm going to say, man. Love the podcast, man. I hope we can continue to be us, man. But I'm going to apologize to the fan base in advance, man. When the dollars come a calling. <laughs> We, uh, you know, I ain't going to see us go from like, you know, like the WWE just totally go G rated. But, you know, <laughs> just forgive us if we get a little bit more watered down. Oh, so, man. but nonetheless, that day will come someday, but it ain't going to be today or in the near future. Facts. But all we're going to say is we're going to call it a close on that note, man. I hope sincerely that everybody has a great holiday season. Enjoy time with your fam. Continue to stay safe and be careful. COVID is on the rise again. I can't stress enough to y'all, man. Please be safe out there. Social distance, man. And if somebody coughing or hacking, get them out the house quick. Yeah. Or put them in a fucking bathroom. But <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hold on. He's like, Tommy, you're sunny. <laughs> Was it Eddie Mush is in there? I don't give a fuck. Put him in the bathroom. <laughs> Shout out to a box though. It's one of my favorite movies, man. <laughs> we'll holler at y'all the next episode, man. Y'all continue to be safe out there. Alright, y'all. Peace. Peace.